Ahoy, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. We are back once again. The Baffled boys are bringing all the fact noise. Thank you, that's a catchphrase. We are going to bring you nine facts as we do every week. You just need to decide whether they are worth sharing or what's the catchphrase, Connor? Whether they should be turned into pub ammo. Oh, there we go. My name's Dan. I have facts for you about uh, beauty stopping someone from getting killed. Also, why bubblegum is bubblegum coloured and why we've been getting Everest wrong all this time. Connor, what do you have? Um, We're going to talk about a saying and explain why that saying is actually wrong. Um, Seats in the living room. I enjoy this one. This is a good fact tonight. And also, the millions. Seats in the living room. Seats in the living room. Mark, what do you got? Uh, This week, a science experiment you can do as you listen and it'll probably keep him occupied for ages. Mm. Uh, The most Kardashian legal clause ever and how some languages make new slang work. It's all coming up. Mountains, Kardashians and almost magic. It's a brand new episode of Baffle. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Seats in the living room, Connor. Can we just start with it now? Yeah, I'm really interested. 43% of Americans say they have assigned seats in their living rooms. I couldn't agree more. Assigned seats. You know where you sit. You don't sit in the other person's seat. I'm surprised it's only 43%. You see, I never sit in Hayley's seat. She's always on the left. I'm always on the right. Always. Always, 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 always. I mean, I wouldn't say never. Sometimes it may be there's a reason that you've switched or whatever, but that's my seat. That's Hannah's seat. Yeah. And then when you go home, it's like, that's dad's seat. That's it. Like, it's always the way. This is... This is bull****. Not because the reason that stats facts are usually bull****, which is they aren't... Like, they're way overestimated. It's too low. Way too low. Yeah, I think that as well. That's exactly my point. I think it should be higher. Everyone who lives with someone else, even by yourself, you have a place that you sit. Especially the... Ex- especially. Especially. Instead of especially. Um, the, the family lounges. So when I was with my family living at home, with me, my mum and dad, there was... I was more of a floater, but my mum would have a seat. And I'll tell you how it always works. My dad would have a seat. Mum, in my house, and I imagine this might be true for other houses, mum always has the best seat. Mum asked us the best seat. She wants to watch her soaps. Dad had the worst seat because he was his mind was on other things. He'd be doing the crossword, watching TV. There'd be something that he didn't want to watch. In your house, how did it work? My dad would always have like an, he's got like an armchair yeah. situation. Dad's got an easy chair. 
I've yeah. already got my easy chair, by the way, for when I have a house big enough to have it. I've course, got my old man easy chair. Of course, you, do. course yeah. you do. Of course you have. But my dad would always have like a good chair because he'd have like his table on the, you know, he'd have, he'd have all of his setup, he'd have like his leg rest. It's very much solo. My mum would always be on the inner bit of the sofa because it was good line to the TV. Then I would always have the short straw of the sofa right over the other side of the mansion near the fireplace. Yeah, close to the toilet. Yeah, close to the bar and the butler, just in the corner. <clears throat> Mark, what about you? If, if Connor was rich, you, you, your lot was even richer. Were you near the goats? Yeah, you know, we all had our seats that looked out onto different animal pens so we could make sure they weren't escaping. Yeah. Farmer Mark. My favourite thing is that we have our seat arrangement, but then it changes depending on, especially now, like, because obviously me and my sister have moved out, changes depending on who's back in the house. Uh, yeah, so but like, you and Hannah, so it's like, dedicated. You ain't, you ain't, oh yeah, me and you Hannah, You are yeah. not risking it after like, a full 12-hour day. We've got you one of those, like, chair. L-shaped sofas, you know, where, like, one has got, like, the bit you can just, like, lay out on. Who's is that? That's mine. Of course it is. Lazy. Uh, Lazy Mark laying there. You and Hannah sit on separate chairs, don't you? We sit, we sit really in separate, far away from We sit other. in separate rooms. Yeah, I was going to say. You are right in there? Good. Is Show's it? good, isn't it? Yeah, not bad. I, there's, there's no communication. <laughs> I sit I sit on the left. Tori sits right, just next to me. We've got a comfy sofa, but it's quite short. I recently bought a poof. Uh, it, I recently bought one of those poofy things. You know? Poof. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. A, a footrest. I bought it so you can put stuff inside it, and that's, another, and that's my footrest. So I'm there spreading out, much like it would be if it was an L-shaped sofa. Tori's to the right of me. She's by the window. She's always minding that it's too cold. If, allegedly, if people haven't switched off by now, I mean, fair play to you. I'll call it a day now. Please send in your seating arrangements. How do you see? If you need a reason home? to carry on listening, Mark's going to give you a fact next. It's probably about something that happened to somebody in 1924. Connor, just headline that fact again for us. What 43, was that rubble about? 43% of Americans say they have assigned seats in their living rooms. We all think it should be higher. I reckon more like 92%. Yeah, that fact should be 43% admit to having assigned seats. Agreed. Mark, what's your first fact of the show? Okay, so this is a bit of an experiment you can do uh, as you're listening. So uh, we'll do it with Connor. Connor, get your right foot and just start rotating it clockwise, all right? Just when then you can't tap your head. No, you can't tap your, your belly. Right, so rotate your right foot clockwise. Yeah, you doing that? I can't yeah. see. There's a massive table in the way. Okay, now get your right hand and draw the number six. Is your foot still going clockwise? It is, to be fair. It's kind of... <laughs> It, it looks like it's twitching at a strange pedal. It's because I'm going the opposite way with my finger. Is... It's because you're going the opposite way with your finger. Yeah, the opposite way of my finger on the six. So, so this... you've, got, you've got to draw the six properly. And your foot and your hands can't yeah, do that unless yeah. you have insane coordination. So if you're like a drummer or a ballet no, dancer or something around. like that. So this is, I mean, this. this... Hold on. Come then. I can't do it. We need to see it. I need to see you foul. <laughs> but this isn't, this isn't something I'm priding myself on. I need to know. no one can do it. It's I, not like I'm stood here going, oh, you'll never guess what I can bloody do. Right. Oh. So just if, you, if you're sat at home, or you're sat on a bus or somewhere, start, be, be prepared to look weird. So re- revolve your right foot clockwise. Properly do it. This is yeah. ridiculous. That's your right, it. Your right foot clockwise and then draw a six with your right hand. Nope. Yeah, you can't do it. Means your me- foot automatically changes direction <laughs> Means to me go Dan, the other way. Me and Dan are the same sort of person. You're on the same level as me. I can't remember how to do a six. Well, now, listen, this won't be a new fact, I would imagine, for many people. 
But can you tell me why this happens? It is because um, you, those signals are all coming from the left side of your brain. So the left side of your brain controls the right side of your body. Um, and essentially, you can't manage two opposite movements in the same moment on the same side of your body. Also, why is that a thing? I think we're told some things about our body which we disregard. Why does the left side of our body control, control the what's that? The right and the right controls the left. It's it's weird. It's just one of those things. So it? they say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here he comes. Mr. We Conspiracy can't prove it wrong. Theory. No, they literally can. Well, I can't prove it wrong. So I get told it. I go, oh, that's weird. I don't know. Any different. But the thing is, there is there's so much that we need to worry about at the moment. Yeah, so not much. that. Yeah, don't, you know, just be like, oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, okay, it's fine. You can you do it? Annoyed. Can you do it? No, I can't do it either. I was well, I was sat trying to do it for ages when I read this fact. Right. God, that makes you feel good, doesn't it? It does, yeah. The fact that you two can't do it and I've done it the best. And how's the TV in that room? Yeah, it's all yeah, good. Yeah. I'm just doing, just doing and have you ever tried moving your foot? It just doesn't work. I think I've done it's it. True. I think I've actually done it better than Dan, which is great. That means that your coordination is better. So basically, the it is more... Better. So again, Mark? So it means that your coordination is better. Better, yeah. So um, people who have like some kind of superhuman coordination almost are just able to do that. Yeah. So you're talking... Ballet dancers, drummers, people like that. You can't hum with your mouth open. I'm going to be... That no. literally goes back to episode one of Baffled. But that's not coordination. I know, you can't. That's how the, the sound mm. is made. Mm. You see, mm. you built yourself up It's because the humming comes out of your nose. You set yourself up brilliantly there, saying how good you were, you had much better coordination, and then you do that. I, I still beat you both at keepy uppies, that's all I've got. Yeah, okay, probably. great. Yeah. I mean, you've just won this, and he's still there going, yeah, but I'd beat you at this. I probably would. Right, first fact of the show for me. We have been saying Everest wrong this whole time. Well, you might have been. Mount Everest. You meant to say Mount Everest. This Everest. is really, really bad. No, it's not. It was named after St. George. It's St. just the pronunciation of a word. But it's the pronunciation of a word that everyone gets wrong. And in fairness, the reason Connor doesn't care is because he mispronounces 90% of words. Yeah. Sir George Everest was a British surveyor geographer. He served as the Surveyor General of India from 1830 to 1843. He was part, he was kind of headed up, he hired the team that found Mount Everest. Everest. Sure. For the Brits. It was his task with mapping it out. The team that he headed up didn't know the name of it because they couldn't go into the part of Tibet. They couldn't speak the language for people who lived around it all the time and actually had a name for it. So they named it after him. He didn't want it to be named after him. He wanted to call it something in the local... Uh, Hindi language, so actually people could pronounce it, but they said, now we're calling after you, our dear sir, our master of the mountains. So they called it Mount Everest. He pronounced his name Everest, not Everest. So there you go. It's a hard one, isn't it? After saying, I want it to be pronounced, I want it something that you guys can pronounce, and then they immediately pronounce his name wrong, and you go, actually, you've kind of said that wrong. Kind of is like a you're kind of stuck in a, between a rock and a hard place at that point, aren't you? The Tibetan name for it, that's the local name, is Tromalungma, which means Mother Goddess of the World. And the Nepali name is Sagamata, which has various meanings. I don't, I don't understand why you think that the fact that everyone calls one of the most famous features in the world, Mount Everest, everyone's been calling it wrong. That bit was okay. This bit we're in now, I'm not... Uh, background to Everest. It. Which was your fact again? Huh? You... Oh, the thing that. No background at all. Who did, who did, the, who did the study? Did you type a chair? Who did the study? I don't know. Are you literally right. Next time I'm going to just, I'm just going to type. I'll tell you what. And I, see what comes I'll, tell, up. I'll tell you who did the study. Scientist. I'm right. Great, thanks.
So it's either it. So do we just, uh, just change? Stop. So now you can be that person in the pub when someone goes, you heard the latest news about Mount Everest. And you go, mm, I think you mean Everest. I'm telling you, if I'm out with people that are talking about the latest news about Everest, I'm going home. Yeah. Well, you won't be in the conversation because you'll be desperately trying to do an anti-clockwise circle with your foot and the six in your hand. So why is it Everest? I think it's just the way it's been pronounced by everyone. Right. So that's what we know. Okay. Because Fair. why would you correct that? The guy's dead. Yeah. He is. He died on the 1st of December, 1866, if you fancy knowing. Everest. 76 years old. It was quite, quite old for that time. <laughs> Look at all these facts I'm giving you. Man you've never heard of. Lived to 76. Connor's quite face old. Uh, right now, dear listener, is one amongst confusion, befuddlement, and just pure fed-upness. Yeah. Connor, give us your second fact of the show. The original quote, a jack of all trades is a master of none, actually goes on to say, but often, time's better than a master of one. It had no negative connotation and meant the opposite of what it does today. Jack of all trades, master of none, but time... Jack of all trades, master of none, but oftentimes, better than a master of one. So, oftentimes. Often Sometimes. Not all the time. Yeah, so, so, basically, jack time's of all time. trades, master of none, but often, better than a master of one. Probably put a comma in, so it's like, a jack of all trades is a master of none, comma, but oftentimes better than a master of one. <laughs> Just in case you weren't entirely sure what the pause was. I like that, because it doesn't mean the exact opposite of what we know it to mean now. Yeah, it's good. You like that, don't you? It's a good get out of jail clause if you say it and you accidentally insult someone. No, but it, it, Be like, oh, actually, I think you'll find a full phrase. Because a jack of all trades is a master of none. He's comma. really... The negative when you say it like that. It's always used in a real like when someone cocks up. No, I don't think it I is. I don't think it is. I, I think it's more positive than you think. I say it about myself. That you're a jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, I'm like I'm like I know a little about a lot, but I don't I'm not like a specialist. I don't yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing. Oh, fair enough. Depends how you take it. I often go around saying that famous phrase, Jack of all trades, comma. Master <laughs> of none, comma. Frades. <laughs> Frades, but of, often Often a master, often better than a master of one. Jack, yeah, Jack, Jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. Where was the comma in that? Just before better, uh, no, but sorry. he didn't say comma, so I got confused. I don't know. Yeah. I like that. But oftentimes better any... than a master of one. Right. In complete disregard from experience and knowledge, do you know anything about where this phrase comes from? No. Nah. Of course it doesn't. That's inter- that would have been interesting to find out. When you do this work, right? Jill, Jill. When you do this work, just sit there and think. Here we go. Just sit there and think. Here we go. Shh, shh, oh, shh, thank shh. Yeah, it's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm down for it. At least someone is. Just sit there and think. Okay, you know they might ask me this question. It's literally two seconds worth of googling. He's it's hard it. enough for me wrapping my head around the facts that we're given. Let alone what are the questions you might ask. Right, I have to what do you wrap mean my the head facts around that the you're facts. Given? I had to wrap my head around what that meant for a while. Does this mean that... How long did it take you to wrap your head around the fact that 43% of people... This actually has an interesting origin. Thank you. Take it away. Uh, The idiom was famously used by Robert Greene in 1592, where he refers to William Shakespeare. So it was all about William Shakespeare. That's not interesting. People don't care. 
I feel Nobody like, cares. I feel you like, care. I feel like Shakespeare. I feel like Shakespeare probably invented it. Shakespeare invented all lang- all language. All language. Yeah. No. <clears> apparently, it was invented point. about Shakespeare rather than by Shakespeare. Right. We need to. It might not be interesting. This for, is for, kettle for, boiling. For it might not be interesting for you. But what, what my point is, <clears> then if I ask you it, at least you can be like, yeah. I reckon. And it doesn't, it doesn't make you look like a lazy bum all the time. Hey, the original quote of Jack of All Trades is a master of none goes on to say, but oftentimes better than a master of one is when you listen. When we talk about 1958, that's when people are boiling their kettles. They're thinking, I'm just going to leave that on. I'm going to get up at the moment. Don't take one. their phone with them. No, we're on the Alexas. Can you get us on Alexa? Uh, yeah. Oh, very sweet. Just say, play baffle. Yeah, Alexa, buy me a baffle t-shirt. <laughs> there it is. Very sweet. Yeah. Like that one, didn't you, lads? Eh? Good one. What you got for me then? Top it. I'm intrigued. On. Come Mark, on, Mark. Smash it out of the park here, boy. Kim Kardashian has a clause in her will that states if she's ever in a position where she can't get herself ready, can't communicate, or she's on, un- or she's unconscious, someone has to make sure her hair, nails, and makeup are perfect. Great. It's really great. It was hard to come off the back of a really good fat like mine. <clears throat> He's done it. I was a good one. I done. Really so good. She has. <laughs> So, it's not so if will. she's unconscious, she can't move, unconscious, someone's got to make sure her hair looks good. This is what but I who, thought, because who, obviously a will is a legal document for when she dies. You, no, who's she taking that contract out with? You know, I, I could have a contract with anything and just say, oh, if, I, you know, if I'm unconscious, make sure you buy me a Ferrari. And Ab- who's Ab- going to do it? Admiral, it's, Admiral? It's essentially kind of like a master of attorney sort of thing. So who's so, going to do it? Well, Kylie. Her daughter, North. But what if they say no? Then they are going against her will. I don't think they can get jail time for it. What were you jailed for? I didn't do Kim Kardashian's nails. Look how far I respect it. It's what uh, a whole career and billions of pounds have been built on looking good. Damn right I'd want to look good when I'm dead. Can't, can't be dealing with it. Why? I'm immediately. She'd be an open casket. Kind he's, of he's immediately yeah. sick of it. I'm immediately on a, on a, on a downer when we talk about the Kardashians. I, I like I get I get I get the alleged work and I'm yeah I've, but I can't I can't be asked to learn about what it. I'll tell you what the Kardashian show on Disney that's going in at tenth. The best ones I've ever watched. So, 10th best film? Yeah. Is, is well, it's the, not a film. It's a series, job, but it could be a film. Is it, what, Keeping Up With The Kardashians? But yeah, but it's the new Disney one. Brilliant. The colours are great. What? It's Good colours? Really shot well. It's all colourful. It's in LA. It makes me happy. But do you care about anything that they're doing? Absolutely not, but I enjoy it. So when old Kendall's running off to go and get a, uh, an oat latte from Starbucks, you, this is interesting. Yeah. It's just interesting watching a world of like so ridiculousness that you're never ever going to live. You're never going to be that rich. My problem is, I, I kind of understand that, but I've had conversations with people, my girlfriend being one at times, who are like, like really quite passionately into their life. Yeah, but it's also because as well, it's so ridiculous. Like when you watch it, like they'll sit down, and this isn't even for the show because they've done it really early on because Hayley used to love it, but they will sit down and have pretty big household debates about the most ridiculous things. Who ate the last of the Tagliatelli? And there will be a sit-down, round-the-table discussion. Surely you don't need a sit-down, round-the-table discussion. Just, just watch the film back. And they're all just it's really like real-life VAR. They're really hot. So what is not to enjoy? They're all fit. But is there not, is there not an element that, you know, it's not plastic, but their, 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 their good-lookingness is so created that it takes a bit of the sheen off? For no, you. because they are just really... Pretty and you know the guys look really good. So everyone's just like enjoying looking at lovely people that have got loads of money and living a life that you will never ever be able to. Like Chloe Kardashian building her house and just spending like hundred million quid on the interior design. Ridiculous. I want to see someone do it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't agree. 
That's not. That's not my. Uh, that's not my bag. Well, when you're, you're go- more than welcome to. Obviously, in the last episode, you admitted you go to his country file. I can't imagine <laughs> you're flicking over to the keeping up with the Kardashians. But also, the people who were on country file really do need to sort their wheels out because they're all about ninety-five. Um, and a, yeah. lot of, a lot of them don't look good. Men See, I good. flick actually. I'm a bit of a flicker. Kardashians repair shop. I'm, a, I'm between both of them. That's, and you're allowed to be. Yeah. You're allowed to watch whatever you want. And uh, what's that? This is off the record. What was that one called? They used to metal detect. Time attack? Time team. Brilliant. Why does child. it have to be off the record? Because No, because it just, just no doesn't want to admit. So your reputation doesn't want to admit publicly. <laughs> your reputation. No, just because I didn't think it had anything to it. Time team. Yes. Right, second fact of the show for me. There was a chap called John Brabazon Ponsonby. He was a long-time British diplomat in poli- and politician. He was arrested in France during the French Revolution in Paris. <laughs> they were gonna ha- They were going to hang him. They were gonna, the blokes were going to hang him, but he was so beautiful. He was so beautiful that the women m- made him not be hanged anymore. Right, look, I mean, they saved him because he was so beautiful. <laughs> hold on, you've just been banging on. That, oh, no, no, hold on, hold on. What, it's not to a... love their fit. That's what he yeah. says. Hold on, it's a great fact. I mean, I think he's a really good. F- that f- you would, he just doesn't. What, who does that? Say the second name. John Brabazon Ponsonby. Ridiculous. What's you it? you just would stop, wouldn't you? Uh, uh, say the first bit. John. Next bit. Brabazon. Stop there. Ponsonby. No. First Viscount Ponsonby. Brabazon. Or Brab. John Brab. <laughs> we don't need all of the spiel afterwards that makes you ridiculous. That's why. Too many words in it. That's why you're not fancy an upper class. You'd be from the lower classes working downstairs when you'd be like, hey, Brab. Hey, John Brab. You could, you could extend mine. No, it's fine. Sir is less. Connaught Nightingale Stone. We just, we just, why that? Well, just, you know, you just carry on going, don't you? To make Sounds it like something you have to see a doctor about. Yeah. We just banged on about how much you love how beautiful the Kardashians are and the fact that they live this luxurious life that you would never get close to. That's what old John Brabazon Ponsonby first Viscount so Ponsonby would have done. Look, do you know what? Right, it's not your fault. <laughs> it's not your fault because it is a good fact. What is your problem with it? I'm sick of the guy. <laughs> that is a ridiculous <laughs> name. Wow. If, you were, if you would have seen him... You wouldn't have been sick of him because he was considered. You'd have watched your show on Disney Plus, mate. It's just a stupid name, isn't it? Like, just who calls people? That? Was, what did you think about when Kim Kardashian became Kardashian West? It's ridiculous. It's too long, isn't it? What, what, um, what's their name? Storm. Yeah, just, yeah. Or North, innit? North West. What do you want people to be called? Not that. Bill. Just Smith. Bill Smith. Simpson Heads. Connor Knight. You know, easy. <laughs> say that again. John Brabbers and Ponsonby. Yeah, you cannot say that. Isn't ridiculous. If he had Twitter, would he have been like you and capitalised his name though? Yeah. That's a question. He was considered an exceptionally handsome man. Reportedly, he was almost lynched as, as an ar- aristocrat in a Paris, Parisian street. I f***ed up almost all of those words. <laughs> you you, you nearly got there. Do you after, want that, go? after that surname. He was considered an exceptionally handsome... He was considered an exceptionally handsome man. He was almost lynched as an aristocrat in a Paris street by a mob in the 1790s, but was saved by the intervention of a mob of women who rescued him, saved his life because he was so pretty. Yeah, but what did they do with him then? Just let him wander around. I tell you what, there was a, if, um, if, I, if, I was if he to be was going to if right? I was about to be killed and my life was saved because I was so f***ing beautiful, Not I would happen. swagger around. Swagger. Yeah, but then surely when the women disappeared, the men would just come back and go, well, we'll kill you now then. Maybe they convinced them. Did you ever hear about the similar story, actually, that Jeremy Meeks 
that's that's not that's not as exciting a name as John Brabazon. No, but similar to that, like your handsomeness the helps you. Jer- Jeremy Meeks was that guy. You probably recognise the headshot. He's headshot when he was in prison, and now he's come oh, out and become yeah, became yeah. a model. I mean, when I say a model, he's like so successful. Really? Yeah, like so successful. I'm not it's convinced ridiculous. it's that similar of a story. Well, it's just your handsomeness, even when you can be a bit of a you know. This one saved his life. Yeah, I know exactly. That one We're, just gave him a modelling. Actually, contract. probably could have also saved his life. You know, ex-prisoner. Probably hard to get back into society. Come out. Success. Here he is, Daily Mail on his soapbox again. I mean, look at him, though. What a good-looking guy. I mean, he's got all of the attributes. He was in a gang, though, wasn't he? I have no idea. I'm reading. He was in a gang and was in prison for, oh, like, he's, grand, grand he's, theft and having a fire. He's too chiselled. But then again, he's come out, had this, probably turned his life around, so good luck to the guy. But he's a bloody good-looking man. you got to give him that. Really good-looking guy. Yeah. I understand. I don't look like that. Do you? Were you top off? I don't. My fa- my features aren't as chiselled as Jeremy Meeks's. No, and you're better for it. Thank you. So no one ever tells me that's a thing. Han- yeah, good looking guy, man. Mm-hmm. Do you want any more? He's just having a moment. I'm all good. Got a podcast to record. Welcome to the Train Happy Podcast with me, Tally Rye. This is the podcast that helps you have a feel-good relationship with fitness, food, and body image. Each week, we'll be digging into an intuitive and inclusive approach to our health and well-being as we're joined by leading experts, friends of mine, and you to hear more about the journey of letting go of diet culture and feeling good in the skin you're in. It's a podcast for everyone, no matter what body you're in. You can find us wherever you found this podcast. Just search Train Happy wherever you get your podcasts and hit follow. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Connor, give us your last fact of the show. Last fact of the show. In 1984, Robert Cunningham, a regular at a diner, asked his waitress for help choosing lottery numbers, and he said he'd split the winnings. They hit the jackpot worth $6 million, and he turned up with the free meal for her. In 1984. I'll tell you what. <sighs> a long name, innit? Cunningham. I wouldn't have told her. <laughs> Here's the deal. I wouldn't have told I've, her. I, I, have made, I have made agreements like this with a few people. And I've always said, oh, you know, I'll give you a bit. Because in theory, I'm, I'm still three million pounds richer than I am. Well, I would be too. Also, you know. the chance of it happening is minimal. So <laughs> you might as well get the kudos. I'm going to be honest it. with you. I ain't going back for a waitress, mate. But if I said it to somebody who served me a coffee, yeah. oh, if I win, you can have half. You ain't seen you for that. I'm going back. But then you think, look at the look at the joy that you can give. Look at the difference you can make in someone's life if you, if you do that. And you're still three million pounds richer. I just tip her hundred grand. But then, but that's almost worse because you said that you'd spit half of it. You said, look, I'm giving. She you shows three. the numbers. You're you're she's she, the hard part. She is two million nine hundred thousand pounds well, r- cheaper. The different uh, better uh, off. I, worse guess, off. I guess the big bit in this story, he was a regular at the diner, so he probably knew her fairly well. You know. Probably recognised uh, spokesperson. Is this one of those where he gave three million to her and his wife went, "Why are you giving three million to her? Uh, she's yeah. she's the waitress. Who, well, pick the numbers. Mm, yeah, not going to go down well, is it? Six no. mil, three mil each. You ain't saying no. But then again, uh, you know, three million. It's it's a not lot of a money. Lot. It's not a lot. It's, it, it's 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 enough money that you could probably retire. It's but you couldn't do it like a Kardashian. No, they were billions each. Well, well, I'm watching. What's his name? Robert Cunningham. Oh, I fell asleep. So long, isn't it? So long. It is again. It is though. Just put Cunning. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, Bobby Cunning. Yeah. Mark, give us your last fact of the show. Tinderjarig. It's a German word. What? It literally means you know I mean? someone who is old <laughs> enough to use dating apps. Oh, great. What's, so, what's the word? Tinderjarig, which literally translates to Tinder years old. I find that we are, the English language, even though it is used all around the world and can be described as beautifully floral and so exceptionally complicated. It's utterly ridiculous. But why, I mean, this could no, be what, boring. Why have we not got a word for this? And you know, all the Scandinavian countries a bit further north than this have got like interesting words. I mean, this builds into Connor's viewpoint entirely. We're using so many words. We're saying someone who is old enough to use dating apps. Yeah. They're, they're doing what they're you They're just want. going, ah, oh, it's they are doing the cunning of Cunningham by, by, taking, by taking, you know, old enough to use Tinder. How long did that take? Old enough to use Tinder. That's like six words. They're just going one, Tinder Yardic. How old are they? Tinder Yardic. Tinder years old. It's also a bit weird, isn't it? It's a bit it's weird. It's strange. You know, it's very modern slang. But it's a bit weird to be like, oh, how old is she? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Tinder Yardic. It's weird. Yeah, it, it is. It's a bit weird. Weird, weird. It's weird. A bit weird, especially if, if you're adding a nudge, nudge, wink, wink, wink with it. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. It's fair to say the origins of this word are not that old. <laughs> yeah. Last fact of the show. The only reason bubblegum is bubblegum colour, which is pink, is because the dude who invented it, Walter E. Dimer. I'm thinking about his name. <laughs> the only dye... Doesn't need the E! <laughs> well, it's a fair point. The only dye that he Let's had Let's just on... call him Walt. The, the only dye that Walt Dimmy had on him was pink. It was his favourite colour. He only had pink dye, so he made it pink when he was inventing it. And now you, all bubblegum is pretty much pink and you know that colour as bubblegum. You know bubble one gum, of my big bugbears in life? When like, people say a... things 
Oh, like blue flavoured. No, I get that. And it's like, it's not a flavour, that's a colour. It's because your mind's closed off, man. You need to open your mind. Bubblegum's a flavour, isn't it? Bubblegum is a flavour. Yeah, it is yeah. a flavour. It's kind of like a mixed berry flavour. I don't really like it, bubblegum. I've never really been into it. I used to like Hubba Bubba. But what, bubblegum? No, but it wasn't bubblegum. Because I like the apple one. I like and you like the apple flavoured bubblegum? Yeah, but I, I don't like bubblegum flavoured. Bubblegum ice cream, weird. What do you think about the name Walter E. Dimer? Better than what you had earlier. What's your favourite name in the world? Just easy names. Like what? Like what? Joe Smith. I've got a friend called Joe Smith. Good guy. Easy. <laughs> is, that, is that why you're friends with him? Because like, I appreciate it. It's just name. easy though, isn't it? You know, you don't expect much from him. And I don't... Does he spell his name J-O-E or J-O? Just showing off. And it's also like people that use their middle names. I, I don't know Joe at all. It, it does sound like a boring name. Yeah, but you ex- yeah, but you might go in there thinking Joe Smith is a bit boring and then he just proves you wrong. So what you're saying is low expectations, mm. easy to deliver. I've got the best name out of us three. Connor Knight, strong. No, it's a weak name. If I, out of all of us, I would be the one that would sound good except in an Oscar. And yeah, the Oscar goes to no. Connor Knight. Mark Edge, you'd be like... I, th- I think my, my name is quicker to say. Yeah, but it would be I, like Mark Heads. I think Dan Simpson is the friendliest name. The problem with Connor, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, Connor is the name that mums shout when they've got bratty kids in, yeah. the, in the middle aisle of a supermarket. Yeah. I've got a friend. I've yeah. got a friend of mine who is an actor. Is it Jerry Smith? No. And What's his name? Well, this is it. His name is Tyler Conti, right? That's a nice actor name. But he decided to introduce his middle name, which made it loads better. No, no, no. Tyler Celeste Conti. He didn't probably choose to do it. He had to do it. Which is great though, isn't it? And the Oscar, you're not, you're not allowed. There might be another actor. And the Conti, Oscar, right? yeah, maybe. And but you're not. You're not allowed two actors. Yeah, no, but just the actor. You know, but you like that name. The Oscar goes to Tyler. You like that name, Celeste Conti. You like that name. I don't really like it. It's a bit too long-winded, but it sounds good when you win an Oscar. But you don't like, you know, but you, it'd be better. Dan, if, mate, look, just say the name of the guy that you, you used earlier. Say again. Picking up the Oscar this week is Bob Bob John. Say okay. Picking up the Oscar this week, John. I can't roll my eyes. Joel Brab, John Brabazon Ponsonby. I'd think dickhead instantly. Anyway, I'm done. In fairness, I don't have to hear your name. I just have to see your face to think dickhead. Thank yeah. you for listening to this week's episode of Baffled. What have we learned? Well, 57% of Americans are lying that they don't have an assigned seat. Also, um, you've probably been pronouncing Everest wrong and keep your name short. What's the best name in the world, Connor? John Wood. John Wood. <laughs> it was Joe Smith a minute ago. God, these sound like... Boring dinner pie. Thank you very much. Bafflepod.com if you want to get in touch and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 